Mine says warning. I don't know what that means. Okay. Well, all right. This the status of use so check one. The recommended minimum network speed is one. That's what oh, it just means that your internet isn't as fast as it should be. Or as fast as they, you know, usually is the recommended speed or whatever. <laughs> well we'll be fine for now at least. <laughs> All right. So anyway, hey, everybody. My name is AC. And I'm Q. And we are bringing you our second podcast episode. And we just want to put out a little disclaimer. We are not in the same city right now. So we were unable to record together, but we definitely wanted to get this out to you guys. So we found a way where there's a will. There's a way. Yeah. So the audio might be a little bit... um Chalky, uh, just a little. Chalky bit. is such a good word to describe it. Like, really. <laughs> um, because I am so I. <laughs> I have very noisy roommates, so I'm actually recording in my car. If you guys can hear my engine at all, I apologize for that. But this is, you know, my setup until I can get something better. Aren't we all doing what we can until we can get something better? Honestly, like, I feel like that's the way of life and the way of being 20. I think some people just like where they are. They just, you know, it's like, this is fine. You know, squalor. (laughs) So anyway, today we wanted to, uh, we realized that we really hadn't given you an intro to, you know, who we are as not only as individuals, but also as friends. So we wanted to, you know, kind of introduce you guys to... um, Horrible little lives. Our terrible, sucky little lives. Yeah. So um, we also have a couple of, like, you know, pop culture topics and things like that. So... um, In short, this podcast is going to be a little bit more organized a little more organized i mean honestly like anytime you get friends together and you tell them to talk about anything the conversation can go anywhere so we're not going to promise organization but we're going to promise you that we try to organize it before we hit record (laughs) so (laughs) so um well q you go first um so um my life is really, uh, it's been kind of exploding every couple of years since I was about um, 11, 12, 11, about 11. That's when I started. Uh, that's when I started going to public school. I started going to public school because my youngest sister got very ill. So, you know, all the attention had to be put on her. and who was, uh, you know, my parents or whatever could no longer homeschool me. So yay, public school. And I was just kind of thrown into that. And that's the first, you know, little explosion. (laughs) Um, And it it really just, it hasn't stopped since then. It just, it just keeps going. I don't know why. It just keeps on, you know. Um, 
in more recent years, like within the last, what is, what's this, 2019? So within the last um, five years, I have had, excuse me, I've had, um, I won't say numerous, it's only been like three or four different jobs um, and a myriad of technical skills um and i don't know why my life sucks so much you know i've i've done what i was told to do my entire life and you know this is just this is just where i'm at right now you know Uh, (laughs) kind of been abandoned you see you know it's kind of just like okay now you're now you're an adult adult so have fun with life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So like, is it my turn or like? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you really trying to like drag tears out of these people? No, that's not. That's not even. That's not even like. That's not even the bulk. <laughs> and that's just like you know. That's just like scraping dead skin off that's not even you know true okay all right well um uh me ac um i am uh i'm a very artistic person and uh unlike you i have worked um the same job for about five years now um and, uh, you know, uh, my job is to take care of people. Um, I grew up pretty sheltered, actually. Um, and for some reason, even though I was very sheltered, I managed to get myself into a lot of trouble. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, you know, and it's no fault of, like, my parents or anything like that. It's just I have always had a sort of rebellious spirit. Um, but... Um, yeah, growing up sheltered kind of left me to my own devices. So getting into trouble was usually just due to my own curiosity and just, uh, you know, again, being rebellious and just trying new things, even though I wasn't supposed to. Um, but, um, yeah, like, uh, in my later years, high school and stuff like that, I really calmed down. Um, and I became like this super loving and caring person, like this person who puts others needs before my own. Um, which is why I'm really glad that I found healthcare. Um, I'm somewhat of a failed child star. Uh, um, anybody who knows my like history knows that I grew up doing music and, um, uh, I was, you know, introduced to the uh, music industry very young, and that's kind of where my morals were kind of shaken up. <laughs> so my being protected was thwarted by the people that I was growing around making very important business moves and stuff like that. So I kind of have to, like, you know, grow up and, and not be such a child, um, which yeah, made me think that I was grown, which is why I got in more trouble. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, I'm very calm now, very um, kind-natured, and 
I'd like to say that I'm a quiet person, but I'm really not. I, I still love to party. I'm still like a loud and funny guy. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think that the, the changes in myself have been sort of a troublemaker to a troublemaker who's humorous and people love so much that, um, that I can usually get myself out of trouble now. But, uh, but yeah, my, my life right now is pretty stable. Um, uh, Q and I both, uh, suffer from like depression and, uh, a lot of our friendship has come from sharing traumas and childhood traumas and, um, teenage traumas and adult traumas. Cause traumas never go anywhere. We'll probably be like two old guys sitting down talking about trauma still, but, um, <laughs> most definitely, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's where our, our shared experience is you know, just dealing with people and stupidity around us, but also our kind of our own stupidity and finding out where it comes from and stems from and how to change it. Um, so yeah, uh, as far as our relationship together, we are super, super close. I have the unfortunate, um, the unfortunate habit of falling for people that I can't have or, um, I don't know. I wouldn't even say falling for people that I can't have, but usually people that want me, I don't want. (laughs) And of course I love, uh, Q and you know, but it's all good because we, we have come to the uniformed idea that we are such good friends that it's, it's more important than, uh, my feelings. I wouldn't say more important than my feelings, but it's like, I honestly don't know how maneuver through life without him. So, you know, we just kind of put it on the back burner and he's super supportive and he's always there. So yeah. That felt like a lot of rambling. No, not at all. (laughs) So I, uh, (laughs) like halfway through that, I started um, making up a song in my head. I'm not going to sing it. But just know it was the best. It was like uh, kind of like a SpongeBob friendship song meets Nuck If You Buck. Okay, whatever went on in your head, I'm gonna need a recording of that ASAP. If if I remember it later, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um. Yeah, we have this trash audio today. It's not super bad, but it's not as good as the first episode. And we know that. We're sorry. We're getting back to it. But I had... The audio from the first episode wasn't that great. It wasn't, but it was It was pretty good considering. I've heard some pretty trash podcasts. I've heard... Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what that sounded like they were literally recording inside of one of the metal trash cans. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's awful. But I mean, you know, let's not talk, you know, and throw stones in glass houses. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so um, one of the first topics that I really wanted to talk about today was, and as much as I hate talking about these people, they are pop culture. They are what's popping. Here we go. It's the Kardashians. (laughs) 
So I'm sure all of you have heard about this um, Tristan and Jordan thing with the Kardashians. Um, I don't really so much want to talk about the Kardashians or really Tristan as much as I want to talk about the fact that Jordan Woods, the girl who allegedly messed around with Tristan, who was the baby daddy of Khloe Kardashian. Take a um, First of all, ill. <laughs> he looks like he doesn't wash that enough. Um, <laughs> no. Um, well, Jordan is uh, little sister Kylie's best friend, apparently. At least her best black friend, because we all know how that goes. Um but anyway, yeah, they they messed around. So um, I'm really excited because Jordan Woods is going to be on Jada Pickett Smith's um, Red Table Talk, talking about it. And okay, the video that they had was so cryptic. The camera was like behind Jordan, and you can't really tell who it is. And then she walks to the red table and she sits down, and the camera comes from beside. To her to in front of her and so now you like you just know it's going to be some drama because i've never seen an advertisement like that for a red table talk and so i'm excited it's going to be some mess so okay so <laughs> first of all i barely know who the kardashians are but explain to me who jordan is Okay, Jordan is Kylie Kardashian, or my bad, Kylie Jenner's <laughs> best black girlfriend. Um, yeah, so uh, that's since that's her her best friend, it's like really shocking and appalling that she would mess around with her sister's baby's daddy. Um, but none of that really shocks me because like they're always messing with each other's men, so. At least I think. I feel like it, at least. Uh, at least they're friends. Maybe not their sister, but they're friends, definitely. I got you. But, like, who is she as a person? Like, how... Because you don't, you don't just... People like... Well, yeah. People like that don't just pick up, um, you know... Uh, Random Kardashians in the street. No, nah, I was going to say... No. <laughs> uh, they don't pick up, like random black people like not if you gotta have some money you know because they're trying to capitalize off you so if they can't you know if you if you ain't got the cash flow so is she like related to somebody or um okay i'm looking it up right now so okay um it says that she's a model. I never heard of her before the Kardashians, so I have no clue. Um, something else says Air Jordan, so maybe she's an heiress of some sort. Um, but also, they have a baby picture of Jordan, and she is with Will Smith. So she, and it says here that she refers to Will Smith as Uncle Will. Okay. So I I think that she is in some way affiliated with like long-term money. You know, there has been money in the family. She's obviously been close to the Smith family for a while. So um, 
so I'm excited about this because, you know, it, the the Smith kids are pretty close to the Jenners, um, <laughs> Kylie and and Kendall. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how this goes, honestly. And but it says here that Jordan's height is five nine, so I don't believe that if she's a model, she's not like a Victoria's Secret model. I think she's probably more of like a print model or something. Sounds like a. Okay. All right. Okay. That makes more sense. That's from. Yeah. I, I have no clue who this girl is, but honestly, she's kind of thick. So like, you know, she's, I mean, yeah, she's really, really gorgeous girl. I just don't know who she is outside of the Kardashians. And so everything that I'm like talking about right now is literally due to me typing in her name on Google. So, <laughs> um, oh, and it says, uh, Jordan Woods' red table talk appearance might violate Kardashians' NDA. And we all know that NDAs are non-disclosure uh, agreements. So she's probably going to get sued after this, but, you know, whatever. Oh, and it also has a a thing that says, Khloe Kardashian breaks her silence on Tristan Thompson. So, um, whatever she's talking about, I don't really care about, um, about the Kardashian side of any of this, mostly because like Kris Jenner is known for spinning those children's stories and making everybody else look like the bad person. Right. So, you know, I, I, I'm actually more interested in seeing how all of this plays out in the long run. Well, uh, I'm sure. Okay. So, uh, everybody knows that, um, you know, things in the world of the internet are really up and down. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. this week might not be hot next week. So anything that actually lasts for a couple of months is pretty, uh, I don't want to say significant just because. This is not a month thing. This has been going on for maybe a week. I got you. Yeah. No, now this Jussie Smollett thing is pretty, you know, that's pretty intense. I I mean, I'm kind of tired of hearing about it, honestly. Um, And I I think the reason I'm mostly tired of hearing about the Jussie Smollett thing is because it's really turning Black folk against each other. I mean, I guess no more than normal, because there are certain Black gays who, I mean, yeah, there are certain, sorry, Black men and women, I shouldn't just say men, but there are certain black men and women who absolutely hate the gay community. Right. Um, even though there are black gays and LGBT community people. Um, <laughs> so, so like nothing's really changed. It's just kind of like, I'm seeing more of them now and it's annoying as crap. Oh my God. It's so annoying. Like I, I had to cuss somebody out just yesterday mm. on Twitter. I didn't want to do it. But, um, (laughs) so, uh, I don't know if you've seen pictures from the Grammys, but, um, hold on, let me see if I can find exactly what was said because I, I kind of went off and I never, it, it, it burned me and hurt me to my heart that I had to cuss a black woman out like this, but sometimes you have to do what has to be done. I don't, um, honestly, I, I don't know what to think about that. It's just I would like to uh, hurry up and hear, you know, the verdict. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I would like to get to the end of it also. So I, I think it's um, 
Oh man, I don't know how. I've, I've so I've never served on jury duty or anything like that. Um, so I don't really know how you know the whole court system like that works. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think his arraignment is supposed to be March seventeenth, and that is um. I could look it up, but I'm I'm too lazy. Even though my phone is right in my lap, but I think the yeah when, um, you know, uh, when they tell you the charges against you, and then they set a formal court date, and you know, see how you plead and everything like that. Or did that already happen? Um, I don't think it has. Honestly, um, I've seen the mugshots and stuff like that, but I don't think anything in court has happened yet. Okay, so yeah, that's that's what I think an arraignment is. Yes, you know, people should correct me if I'm wrong. Whatever, this isn't you know, this isn't live, so it's not like there's a uh, um, chat scrolling or anything. But you know, when you listen to the podcast, you know, just give us a comment on Instagram or Twitter. Tell me, yeah. Wrong. Um. But yeah, I did. Oh, well, I found the tweet. Okay, so it's a picture of Billy Porter who wore a tuxedo top and a black dress um, to the, yeah, to the Oscars. And I thought he looked like, I mean, cool. And he's definitely like paying homage to, um, to, uh, oh goodness, what was his name? Uh, Hector Extravaganza, who was a, you know, an icon in the ballroom community. Um, and he was an activist for LGBT rights and he died this year. So, um, so, you know, for a gay man to pay tribute to another gay man, it does not seem like a lot. Right. Um, or it doesn't seem like it has too much thought, but this lady on, um, her name is Miss Tiffany. Um, <laughs> and yes, I'm still salty with her. Um, Huh? Why you gotta say her name like that though? Um, because I, like I said, I'm still salty with her. Anyway, um, she says <laughs> a black man in a dress is receiving accolades for best dressed at the Ox- at the Oscars, and y'all still think there's no agenda? Agenda is all capitalized, by the way, to eradicate masculinity amongst our men. Wake up, people, and get on code. And. Um, I took a brief look at this young lady's um profile picture and I decided to tweet. <laughs> Y'all see the hair on her top lip? No. She is the trans agenda. Shut up, gargoyle. Uh, um to which one of my best friends uh had the gif of David J. Stern choking on uh water. <laughs> And I said, um, please stop. Don't encourage me before I tell this bitch that black members of the LGBTQ community are probably more help and more active in the fight for black lives than her bad bodied all my life. I had to fight ass facial haired bitch ass is. Um, that wasn't enough for me. Uh, so I had to go back to her page and I saw that, um, she reposted something about how um, Pope Francis uh, is not being held to the same standards as uh, as R. Kelly because he's a white person. Bro, don't. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. She said that he's not being held to the same standards. So I said to her, see, now I know you're as bo- dumb as a box of rocks. I bet you get all your news from the shade room. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I then went back to the original post where she says um, that the black man is getting uh, best dressed for uh, accolades uh, for for his wearing a dress. And I said, um, maybe you're just upset because you've never been best at anything in your life. Sheesh, shaves this. God damn, you didn't have to set that lady on fire like that. I did. I really, I I felt it in my spirit and I don't often go off. It hurt me so much to go off on a black woman like that, but I just, I hate stupidity and you are dumb. Um, and you know, the same thing happened when I, I really wanted to go see Taraji's new movie, but you know, after her and, um, uh, Erica Badu basically making headlines for almost defending R. Kelly um, and Taraji was defending R. Kelly in the name of other white men. Like, how come y'all aren't muting, uh, this white man who did the same thing or muting? And my thing is, okay, first of all, those men are being dealt with, their careers are being dealt with. And if you took a minute to get news from any other sources sources but black sources then you would understand that there's a whole world of things happening outside of black media and the only reason that you keep hearing about r kelly is because he is black and this is black media and on top of that major media sources are also investigating and diving into it but okay so the first um i didn't interrupt you like that but the first thing is like so I had never even heard of the Me Too movement until they put Harvey Weinstein in his place. Like they demolished that man. Yeah. Like his shit is his shit is gone. His company was liquidated. You know, and that money went to his victims. Well, you know, the the majority of I don't I don't think all of it went to his, his victims, but the majority of that money, you know, went to his victims. And that's the first time I ever heard of the Me Too movement. Of course, you know, it was, it was apparently it was going on years before that. But I mean, come on now, how could you have missed that? Yeah, exactly. And the the reason that they missed that is because they want so badly to defend this black man. And yes, black men often need defending. Yes, black men are often framed. Yes, black men are held to a different standard sometimes. Um, However, a rapist is a rapist. And, you know, and somebody who manipulates women and uh, uses their power to, to make them do things that they would not otherwise do that is a predator and those are predator like qualities and we cannot sit here and say um well if this white guy gets to get away with it how come we can't just leave our kelly alone Mm-mm. i'm not i'm not no yeah, no you know yeah exactly and my thing is okay so what more do you need like we we definitely just like everybody seeing the video which honestly, I'm embarrassed to say that I've seen the video. I I saw the video as a as a young person. I, I mean, I definitely saw it when I was underage. So I feel like less weird about it because I was underage seeing this underage child's body. But there's plenty of adults who saw it, and this video was like passed around, and it's on the internet, and you can like still probably find it to this day because nothing on the internet is ever deleted. And so anybody who has seen that as an adult is watching child pornography. Right. 
which only endangers other children. So, you know, the, the whole thing is just ridiculous. But, but yeah, um, I, as, as much as I love Taraji, I just kind of feel like this was like a slip in judgment for her. Um, I do not believe that she actually like defends R. Kelly. Same with, with, um, Erica Badu, but Erica Badu is like weird though. Cause Erica Badu always has like something that she says that's controversial and sort of sexist leaning towards the, uh, um, the appeal of men. So, you know, but she's still, um, you know, she's still Erica. Is she like, uh... Is she just African American, or is she like who? Erica Badu? I think so. I mean, I don't. I have no clue. Or do, do you mean like is she African American or like of Caribbean descent or something? Right. Yeah, I was going to see if you know if she was from like Barbados or if she was. From- uh, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> she's from like the South. <laughs> like, I feel like she's from like Georgia. Right. <laughs> let me look, let me look it up. But yeah, um, I don't know. She's gotten stranger over the years. Like, even the way yes. that she looks right now, she looks very creepy to me. Like, uh... Um, I, I don't want to say that she's had any, like, work done on her face, but something's different. I don't think... And, you know, I think she, she went through a period of time where she got, like, fat. And now she's not as fat, but I mean, honestly, I think she's like in her fifties now. So I think she might just be putting on some like weight in her face. No, it's not. It's, it's it's not that like she looks ghastly. Like she looks like, um, oh man, how do I explain it? Okay. So there is, um, oh, she's from Dallas, Texas. Okay. Um, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so there's like this... Oh, how do I explain it? There's like this... Um, this kind of like this spirit of shock that comes over trauma victims. Like, you know, if you've seen something horrifying or something like that, it, it can literally turn... Um, all of your hair gray, you know, in that moment. Mm-hmm. She kind of looks like that. She kind of looks like, I don't know, like, like the life force has been sucked out of her. She, she just looks creepy to me right now. I don't know. I mean, I, I would not say that. And only because I know that there are times where celebrities go through things um, like lupus and stuff like that, and then they don't say anything, and like people comment on their looks, and then after years and years of having their looks commented on, they come out and say that they're like suffering with like lupus or like some sort of cancer. And yeah, I would say like the color is sort of like missing from her sometimes, but again, she's like in her fifties and, you know, we never know what health situation she's going through. And like I said, with the weight in her face and the swollenness of her face, I guess that's why I keep leaning towards lupus. Um, especially because lupus affects black women so often, um, more often, um, like I I have so many people in, in my family who have lupus or some kind of, um, uh, 
disorder that is similar to lupus or lupus is one of the, um, one of the side effects or something like that. So, um, yeah, I, I would say that I would say it's age and there's something going on there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was, all right. Yeah. And no, I was trying to, um, yeah, I know. Not like crap on her, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, another thing that I definitely wanted to talk about was the fact that, okay, so the Disney's coming out with live actions of everything. Um, I kind of feel like they are picking the wrong movies to do live action ad- adaptations of. Um, I remember I was listening to the read and, um, I just really agreed with kid when he said that they should do like a live action version of um Atlantis the Lost Empire which is my absolute favorite Disney film. Um there's so many that they could turn into live actions but they keep choosing the classics which is good, you know, kind of revamping it, but I don't feel like they need it to be redone. Right. Um but yeah, they're doing Aladdin and the Lion King and I'm I'm I think I'm more so excited to see the Lion King. Um they're also doing Dumbo. Oh yeah, I for, well first of all, I just canceled that completely out. That little elephant is creepy. Um I'm so serious. I I think I like the first trailer or preview or like you know how they do like a little snippet preview first? Um that's like a teaser. Um I think it was just like Dumbo blinking an eye and like you saw like the ear flap and I was like, "Oh, no." First of all, no, 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 no. Never like Dumbo. Um, I never, I, I never understood. Like you know, a lot of kids liked it or whatever. But when I was a kid, I was just like, "Nah, this is you know, it's it's not for me." I like Bambi. No, I I loved the animated version. I think I thought some of the music was really beautiful. Um, I just and I I might be wrong, but I feel like I feel like the Dumbo remake is Tim Burton-y or like directed by Tim Burton or something. Something about it was off. And then I think they said it was like, it was going to be directed by Tim Burton. And I was like, oh, okay, well, duh. <laughs> of course, it's going to be creepy. That would be interesting. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look it up because I'm pretty sure. Um, Dumbo remake. I think they're doing, what I think they're doing is like picking the um their most famous movies you know the most mm-hmm. recognizable ones and making those into live action atlantis does yep. if they did it, okay. it's directed it's directed by tim burton okay that's weird yeah no it is trash creepy okay um but atlantis i really like that movie but if they do it wrong it's just going to end up uh, being like Avatar, and I hate Avatar. Really, I don't hate Avatar. I I I, I thought it was really pretty. Honestly, I would not say that I loved necessarily the story. I would say that I loved the world Thank building the story. there. I absolutely loved the trees and the forest and like. Everything was so pretty in that movie. There ain't no story. It's trash. It's, it's washed. Somebody actually like compared that with gifts, like told the entire story of Avatar using um, gifts from Avatar the movie and gifts from um, 
Pocahontas. And I was like, oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's like two movies. It's like Pocahontas and Fern Gully, and people were trashing it because of that. But the thing about movies is that, or the thing, stories in general, there is no story that has never been told. Okay. Mm-hmm. you're going to get some stuff that's rewashed and people be like oh but it was too soon but Pocahontas was like you know years before that Ferngully was even I think Ferngully came out first and Fern, you know Ferngully was even further along the line and you know back than that so if you notice the similarities or whatever you know um, or even if it's exactly like it just with different characters why bam you know obviously he didn't tell it well enough for you not to see the similarities but still you know every story is a retelling of some other story just in a you know with a slight twist yeah but still i didn't i I mean so do you feel like atlantis is honestly i feel okay so i feel that atlantis was so good for me Specifically for me, it was so good because they were Black people in the most advanced civilization. Um, And even, you know, the story is talking about basically how, like, their advancements were kind of squandered because the sun went missing and because they went underground and, you know, they lost how to read their language. Um, but anyway, I, I thought that it was just so amazing, like that Disney would allow these people with dark skin to be these brilliant people. Um, and even though they lost all their technology, um, they were still so advanced you know, they, they could still speak their own language and they could also speak all the other languages in the world. And I just, oh, I loved it. Notice how that didn't get a whole lot of advertisement. Like it was kind of squished in between a couple of movies. Cause yeah, Treasure Planet came out like maybe a year after, I think. It might have came mm-hmm. out the same year. I can't remember. But, um, you know, and Treasure Planet kind of got the bigger um uh you know the, the bigger push or whatever but still like yeah but i think even still both of those movies both kind of like flopped and that's so sad because they're both so good right i think i think those are the two movies that disney made that were trying to get away from sort of you know their um uh, their sing-along feel and, you know, their their kind of uh, cutesy princess fairy tale world. Um, and it just uh, didn't really, you know, didn't really go well for them. I think, I think a lot of audiences were not ready for a serious Disney because those were pretty serious movies. They had, you know, they had to do with, um, you know, actual death and, like, I mean, uh, uh, Atlantis was, you know, one false move away from being the genocide of uh, indigenous people. So, <laughs> so nobody was trying to really see that, you know, especially not uh, others. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that's pretty funny. 
Anyway, okay, so my last topic that I definitely want to talk about was Jordan Peele's Us. I am excited for this movie. Um, I remember how excited I was seeing the trailer for Get Out. I think I was like at work on lunch break when I first saw Get Out and I saw that it was starring a Black person and I saw that it was dealing with, you know, not only white people, but specifically white people preying on Black people. And I just thought it was going to be so incredible and so amazing. And I was right. Um, because that movie is absolutely phenomenal. It's so good. I think I've watched it probably 60 times, like to be honest. And each time I watch it, I watch out for like a new puzzle piece that I just did not see coming. And I think one of the, um, the reasons I'm super excited about us is because I'm wondering if like, this will be Jordan Peele's like kind of signature. Cause if you notice in the trailer and in the movie, um, for, uh, get out, they have the scene where, uh, Daniel Kailua, I think is how you say his name, um, is, Kalua. how do you say it? Kalua? No, I feel like it's let not Kalua. Sure. Uh, let me see. I, I can't remember, but... Names. I hate when people mess up my name. <laughs> but, um, I mean, how can they mess up Q? It's so short. Anyway. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, no, anyway. Um, I, I love the fact that, you know, they had the scene where he's, like, just wide-eyed crying um, while the lady's putting him in the sunken place or hypnotizing him. And you can see in this next one, Lupita Nyong'o's character has the exact same face. The tear rolls down her cheek and... Um, it's very reminiscent of that uh, scene. So I'm wondering if that's going to be like his directorial signature or something like that. So I'm, I'm excited for literally anything else that he has coming out. I am so flabbergasted and just beyond myself when it comes to him because of the fact that he's so silly and so funny on um, Key and Peel. So I was not expecting this depth of, you know directing you know if anything i expected him to stay in the realm of comedy but this just really shows you that you cannot count out people um and their talents you know you cannot combine them and put them in a box because he's on his way to becoming one of the kings of horror um and i I think that it's it's really cool that it's not so much a scary movie as much as it's creepy um at least yeah, creepy. And I think Get Out is definitely going to be less scary us. than um, than Us. I think Us is going to be terrifying, actually. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I can definitely see that. You know the mask, <laughs> when, when a little boy takes off his mask and you see like half his face is burnt? Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to figure He's out what that is. He's also directing uh, Candyman. You know, the remake Oh no, I won't be Are seeing you like that. the original. I okay. <laughs> Funny story. I got one too. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> so uh when I was younger, um my mom brought me to uh another state to hang out with my family um for the summer. And so I was getting to know all of my cousins and everything like that. And 
um, I just happened to have to stay with one of my cousins. We'll call him, um, we'll call him Jay. Um, I stayed over at my cousin's house and my cousin Jay was at least like, I think I had to be like 10, maybe nine or 10. And Jay was like 15 or 16. And, um, he basically said, you know, oh, well, you know, if we're going to hang out, we got to watch a scary movie. And I was like, um, I don't think I like scary movies. And it was, it was Candyman. He like made me watch Candyman. I sat there and watched the entire thing. Um, kind of like underneath the covers, like halfway, but then, you know, like childish curiosity makes you like peek. And I always peeked during the wrong times. Um, so yeah, that was like my introduction to scary films. And I was Le Shugeth. Um, I probably would not be able to watch Candyman. And also, I think another reason that it was scary was that Candyman was a black man, you know? And, like, I grew up <laughs> I grew up very much so trusting the black men in my life. So I, I don't know why. Like, you know, I've seen white people do heinous things in movies, and it's, you know, what's whatever. They kind of just do that. That's what they do. Um but seeing like Candyman be like a black man, and also I think he's from New Orleans, um, which is like the origin uh, where my family or originates. Um, so it's like I don't know, I don't know. It was just a weird vibe for That's me. Funny. <laughs> so Candyman was also my first scary movie. Look at this! Look, we're so connected. But I was like two years old. Oh, what? Wait, hold up. Excuse- I didn't even know it was yeah, that Candy old. Yeah, Candyman, Candyman came out in like the 80s. Oh, God, yeah. that's terrifying. Um, two years old? The 80s, oh, God. Or did it come out? Did it come out in 90? Anyway, I was two years old. Let me, I, now I gotta check. Oh, also, your man's name is Daniel, and not his last name, Kaluuya. So, Kaluuya. So, I think... I was I close. You, I think you said. I think that's what you said. Let me let me see when Candyman came out. So it came out in ninety two. Okay, so it came out in ninety two. Yeah, so I was two years old. Um. And of course, we got it from like blockbusters or whatever, and we all watched it. Um, like we weren't supposed to be, or at least you know I wasn't supposed to be watching. I was too young, but my father was at work, so you know was just in there watching Candyman with the rest of them. And after the movie, um, my older siblings dared me and my sister to go into the bathroom and say Candyman in the mirror, and us mm-hmm. in there you know turned out the lights locked us in there and they couldn't get the door back open <laughs> so we <were> little... <laughs> oh yeah you did tell me this i guess i didn't remember the scary movie but i do remember yeah. this. oh my god we were losing <laughs> our minds and uh when my father got home from work oh man oh all hell was raised <laughs> and, you know he finally got us out of the bathroom and oh man it was it was <laughs> so I don't know. yeah no <laughs> <laughs> I 
I said, uh-huh. I, haven't, I haven't watched it again since I was like real young. I said five, but I don't think it was five. I might have been like, the last time I watched Candyman, I might have been like 10, and it came on TV. So. <clears throat> nope. I have not turned that back on ever. <laughs> I think it's on um, Amazon Prime right now. Um, well, Amazon could have it. <laughs> oh, man. That junk was, that junk was so scary. Um, all right. So, um, I know that we were going to talk about, well, you know what? I did mean to ask you, how do you feel about, um, Bernie Sanders running? Do you think Bernie's going to have like a chance this, you know, 2020 election, election year? Um, maybe I don't. Okay. So who, who are the other candidates? It's Bernie Sanders. It's, um, a girl from New York that everybody's clowning. Um, I can't remember her name. So, but everybody's clowning her because she used to be a DA and like, they're the thing that was like, oh, she she's locking niggas up. You know what? Say, okay, so the thing about it is, um, I was listening to the Black Eyed Tips, you know, as I do, and they were talking mm-hmm. about it a lot. But the thing about it is, uh, whoever wins the Democratic primary is pretty much whoever I'm going to vote for. Um, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. That I'm just going, I'm just voting against Trump. That's the long and the short of it. As far as Bernie Sanders go, I originally I did, um, you know, when he first ran, I did like Bernie Sanders because um, what I perceived mm-hmm. to be his platform. Um, but when things got hot, your man just started running, and like he's kind of a little bitch. So I don't know <laughs> if I really want, you know. And he's like a million years old, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I really want him for president, but again, if he wins the Democratic primary, I'm a vote for him. Oh, I mean, but I think the thing is, is that with with Bernie Bernie Sanders being a million years old, like he's a million years old, and he knows he's a million years old, so he's not concerned about making changes that only affect him and people in his demographic. He's concerned about making changes for the future. And I think that that's so cool of him. Um, He's been doing that for years. Uh, But it looks like right now who's running is some guy named Booker, uh, Buttigieg, I have no clue how to say that, Castro, Delaney, uh, Gabbard, uh, Gilbrand, Harris, uh, who's, you know, obviously Kamala Harris, um, Klobuchar, uh, Bernie Sanders, Warren, Williamson, and Yang. So there's an Asian man, and there is what looks to be a, um, I would say like a spicy, <laughs> a spicy white. Um, <laughs> Because he's definitely not white, but I can't tell what he is. Um, the name is Castro, so maybe he's Cuban. Who knows? Uh, that's probably a terrible assumption. Booker looks like he might be um, 
mixed with black and white. Um, not that we're making this about race at all, but um, but then there's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six women. So that's crazy. Like, I mean, six women. That's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's so wonderful. Um, you know, I, I think that that's just incredible. Um, but then it says also likely to run is Joe Biden. And, you know, basically having Joe Biden in the running is like having another year of, Obama. of, um, of Obama. Yeah. Oh, and it says Oprah, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey rumored to run. Definitely not running, <laughs> which is funny because honestly, I kind of feel like Oprah Winfrey would win. I, there's no way that she would not. So, she has so many fans. I, think, I um, don't think she would just because, okay. So since uh, your vote is secret and um. Yeah, people yeah, would. Yeah, their their true exactly, colors come out like, in votes. You know, it's literally what whatever the little voice in your head is saying on the constant is, you know, mm-hmm. how you're going to vote, pretty much. So, I don't, I don't think she would. I don't think Oprah would win. The reason I won't say the main reason, but one of the reasons why Hillary didn't win, of course, is because she's a woman. I don't think America as uh, hope you know, as a majority, is ready to see a woman president. I just don't think you know, because that's how that's the way it's leaning. Well, I definitely didn't think that a black man would be president, and it's so funny because, like, I talk to older people, and they're like, "Yeah, I always thought, like, not in my lifetime, maybe you know, in my great grandchild's lifetime or something like that." Mind you, they're they're all alive right now, and. It's crazy because I also did not think that I would see a black man be president in my lifetime. So I guess things, you know, quickened up a little bit more than I thought um, because I just never saw that coming. Um, However, I would say that um, I would say even though I'm not like a super political person or anything like that, you know, um, obviously I have my ideas and, you know, I, I look at their you know, the, the things that they stand for and I kind of agree or disagree, but, you know, as a Christian person, I usually chalk it up to whatever will be, will be. And God's rule is the only one that really matters. So, you know, but, um, I would think that like Joe Biden would, if he ran, he would get it. And then, Sanders as the vice president would be pretty nice. Um, And yeah. And then Kamala Harris being, um, you know, some kind of representative or chief of staff or whatever parts that they have. Cause I have no clue how that goes, (laughs) but um, I am not smart enough, but, um, but yeah, like Kamala Harris being in some part, um, you know, supporting both of them. I think those three are powerhouses. They have this real sense of justice. Um, And I think that they have what I like, the fact that they have a sense of justice that is beyond what's black and white. You know what I mean? It's like, they are people who look at things and it's like, well, yeah, they disobeyed the law, but let's look at why they did it. Okay, so it's a systematic thing. This person feels very abandoned by um, the government, feels abandoned by this, that um, they have these 
um, extenuating circumstances, and that is what drove them to do this. So let's start from the beginning and fix it there so that people don't feel that they have to do this thing. And I just, I really appreciate that about all of them. They they all have sort of that sense of emotional justice also. But a lot of people don't like emotions in politics. So. I have to, um, I have to like read deeper into their ideologies before, um, before next year, or, you know, before it becomes time to vote. So like my, the first election I was ever able to vote in was Obama's second term. And I literally. I just voted for him mm-hmm. because you know he's black. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I've never watched any of his um, speeches or anything before that point. Of course, you know his first uh, inaugural speech or whatever. But other than that, no, I've never you know read up on any of his um, uh, his political ideologies or anything like that. You know, I literally just voted for that man because uh, you know he was black. What was I? I was like twenty. What was that? 2012. I was. Mm-hmm. I was 20. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I think. Um. The last presidential election. I did. I vote in the primaries. I'm trying to think. No, I didn't make it. I did vote for Hillary though, just because. Um. Like in the beginning, I did think Trump was a joke, but as it got closer, I knew he was going to win that primary. I was like, oh boy. And then, you know, once it came down to him or Hillary, I knew he was going to win. I was like, that's all right. Well, that's it. But, you know, you can't just throw your vote away. So, I, you know, I, I, I threw mine at Hillary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I honestly, I still think that Trump is going to get a second term. I don't. Yeah, probably so. I just, I don't see that not happening. Even with, um, even with the uh, uh, distaste that a lot of Republicans have for him right now, I still see them, you know, trying to be like, oh, well, you know, he, he set it up this time, so let's give him a chance to, you know, finish it off, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's still he's still my president, et cetera, et cetera, and all of that bullshit. So I still believe that Trump is going to get a second term. Yeah. And, you know, if there's anything that life has taught me and that this world has taught me is that hate prevails more than anything else. So the fact that he hates so deeply... <laughs> um the players and, uh, deep, a hate, deep hate. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I just, yeah. I believe he's gonna have a, another one, but so we are, we're almost yeah, we're, at an hour. So, did you want to do the last topic, the religious talk, or no? Yeah, because um, you know we brought it up last podcast. Let's go ahead, bust that out, and we'll we'll probably finish at like an hour five, something like that. So this will be a little bit shorter than our last podcast. Um, it might even be under an hour after editing. I doubt it. There wasn't a really a whole lot to edit out of this one. Yeah. Yeah, because I did really good and I didn't say our names. There's still time. <laughs> so. There's so much. There's so much time. Um, 
Um, I don't think I'm going to like throw a jingle in before this segment, but <clears throat> okay. So, um, at this point, we're going to bring up a topic that exists in um, really all three Abrahamic religions, but um, since we do not have a Jewish voice or you know a Jewish, do I have any Jewish friends? Yes, I have. Hmm. A, I, I probably definitely do, but they don't ever like come out and be like, "Right, hey, I'm Jewish." How you doing this morning? Good right. morning. Like, I so any, I don't. <laughs> I don't have any like religious Jewish friends. I have Jewish friends, you know, in 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 name only. I don't have any like none of my Jewish friends are Orthodox. Um. Anyway, so our topic for tonight, our religious uh, discussion, not gonna it's not gonna really be a debate because mm-hmm. we're, we're neither one of us are like deep into it like that. So, um, is, uh, the story of Satan. Um, so, uh, let me see. I guess I kick it off with, should we have done the creation story first? No, forget it. We're here now. So, um, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. So tell me how Satan fell. How Satan fell? Okay, well, I guess we should start with the fact that Satan was an angel. Um, And uh, basically, I mean, well, in in the Bible, for for me at least, let's see, hold on, let let me pull up my Bible. Okay, Satan. Um, so I have a scripture here, and it says, um, like, well, the first thing that we have is like a glossary in the back of the Bible, and it says a Hebrew word meaning resistor. Um, when used with the def uh, definite article in the origin uh, original languages, it refers to Satan, the devil, God. God's chief advisory. So um, I guess he was, you know, uh, someone that helped God during creation. And then it says, now the day came when the sons of the true God entered to take their stations before Jehovah uh, and Satan also entered amongst them. Uh, and that's Job 1.6. And then Matthew uh, 4.10 says, Then Jesus said to him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, uh, Jehovah, your God, you must worship, and it is to him alone you must render sacred service. And the last one is Revelations 12.9, which says, So, whoa, what is that? Oh, I know your phone is not going off right now. I know it's not. I know uh, your phone. He's calling. Did not just to pick him up. I, I have to call him. Back. Phone call completed. Mm-mm. Oh my God! Unprofessional. Here I am with my cell phone 
on no, do not disturb mode. Okay, so my I, do not disturb mode sorry. is just I have my volume off, but it's connected to the Bluetooth in my car, so the volume is it still goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Revelations twelve and nine says so down the great dragon was hurled, the original serpent, the one called devil and Satan who is misleading the entire inhabited earth, was hurled down to earth, and his angels were hurled down with him. So basically just rebelled against God. Uh, You know, basically said that God didn't know what was best during his creation or how to lead man. Um, And he resisted, and he got other angels to resist also. And so he was, you know, sent down to earth as, as a punishment um, and yeah, so yeah, I, I, like, I mean, that's the gist of what happened. Um, but I guess a lot of people, even for me, I've noticed that a lot of people in the Christian community, um, have a weird thought process that Satan is like underground in hell, um, like cooking stuff up. Um, but I, I've been <laughs> brewing stuff. <laughs> um, but I very much so think that like Satan is here and he's on earth and he's, you know, influencing so many things. Um, so I don't believe in hell. I don't, you know, I don't believe in dying and then going to hell. I don't believe that hell is a place that exists, um, to us. Hell is called Sheol or the grave. Um, and it's just where you go to sleep until the afterlife, you know, whatever that may be for you. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, you know, I guess my origin story for him, the origin and the, where he is now story, I guess. Okay. Uh, that, that phone call kind of threw me off. Um, well, it should have. I <laughs> okay. All right. So let me explain. Apologize to the to people. Who? To the, the people. people. The people who are going to listen to this, which basically means me I later. I know what's best for the people. Oh God! Oh, see, and that is exactly why <laughs> Satan is where he is. <laughs> But yeah, I definitely apologize. I should have turned my I should have turned my Bluetooth off with my um, volume. Um, um, yes. Okay. So uh, let me allow me to expound upon what you have already said. So um, in Islam, mm-hmm. uh, Satan is not an angel; he is a jinn. Um, there's not really any translation for the word jinn some people would say demon but that's not that's not really the same thing um so oh i've heard of this yeah jinn is so there were two races created before men um you know mankind there was the jinn and there was the angels um it doesn't really go into you know which one of those were first but it, that doesn't really matter um you know in the the 
course, the angels were created of light and the jinn were created of fire. Um, and um, Iblis, which is uh, Satan or Shaitan's actual name, because um, Satan is just a title. It's not a it's not a name. It's just a you know, it's just a title. God is just a title. Yes. Um, he is. What was I saying? So, Jin. <laughs> Got me all frazzled. Um, so, Iblis is a Jin, um, but he was a very, you know, uh, very revered Jin, you know, one of, um, one of Allah's favorite creatures. So, he actually taught um, classes to the angels. It doesn't really expound upon, you know, what he taught in those classes, but that eh, doesn't really matter. You know, he was a very um, uh, exalted being. Um, what we do agree is that his fall included. Uh, so let me just relate. I'm not. I'm not looking at the Quran or anything. I'm just you know going from off the top of my head from what I remember. So let me relate the story of his fall. It goes, um, you know, when Allah was creating Adam. Uh, Iblis looked inside of Adam and saw him as a lesser being because he had, they say a stomach, but what that means is that he had um, desires, you know, so he could be persuaded, he could be, uh, um, he could be guiled, you know, he could be, um, you know, led astray because of his desires, because of, because um, you know, you see something like, Ooh, shiny. So, you know, um, so because of that, he saw him as a lesser being. So when the creation was completed, um, Allah called all of the angels, uh, Satan along with them into this room. And he told them to bow down to Adam. All of the angels bowed down. Uh, Iblis did not. And, um, you know, when Allah asked him why, he said, you created me a fire. You created him out of mud. I'm better than him. Um, and then Allah says, uh, I know what you know not. Uh, you know, he gave him a chance to apologize and said, bow down again. You know, say you're wrong. <clears throat> That's, um, he gave him a chance to repent, which is, uh, Toba. That's where that word comes from. Toba just means repentance. But uh, Iblis refused. So Allah was going to fling him into hell. But he said, um, but Iblis said, uh, wait, you know, before you fling me into hell, allow me to prove to you that I am better than him and that I will, um, man, I can't remember. I can't remember the exact wording, but it's pretty much, you know, I will lead his children astray, you know, wherever you find them, I will lead them astray. Um, but Allah said, again, he said, you know, I know what you know not. And those who are my true followers, you will not be able to lead astray. Um, so, you know, he flung him. What's that when you sent him out of the garden? Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on the last one. I don't, I don't think that's when he sent him out of the garden yet because he hadn't yet 
No, because he hadn't yet created Eve. So that's a whole different part. Okay. Um, so, so I said, you know, you are reprieved until the day of judgment. Um, so a little tidbit, a lot of people see Satan as, uh, the enemy of God. You know, they say, oh, you know, it's, it's a battle between God and Satan or whatever, when that's really not true. You know, Satan doesn't, um, you know, he's, he still fears a lot. He doesn't, he doesn't have any, uh, any inclination you know that that's not his creator and that he's fighting against him his problem is with mankind you know he's our enemy so you know he it's not a it's not a power struggle between satan and god like that like a lot of people think um there's something else i wanted to touch on in that story but i can't remember because of course i left my notebook at work because I'm a smart guy. The most notebook leavingest, cell phone on Bluetoothinist. <laughs> <laughs> um oh also so uh like I said the gen are just a another race of um beings, you know, much like humans and they do reside here on earth in plain sight. They know who they are. We, we just don't know. Regular humans don't know who they are, but they are a race of, uh, you know, beings. So he, he least literally be, my theory is that, uh, now nah, I'll leave that alone, but he could literally be, you know, anybody. And, you know, he's looking at you, you know, he knows who he is you don't know you know so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that but they're just you know they're just another race of humanoid beings exactly not exactly like this you know but like us hmm so would you say that like would a person ever come out and say that they are a gen? Mm, no, no, I don't. I don't think it would. Um, I don't like that because really, there's no. There wouldn't really be a reason for them to, because we're, um, we're all under the umbrella of humankind, but we are mankind, whereas they're, you know, gen kind. So, but I don't think there would be any. I don't think there would be any reason. Uh, but I don't know. But I, I really, I don't think there would be any reason for them to. <laughs> I'm like looking up gins, mostly because, um. <laughs> Mostly because, like, uh, uh, there have been Muslim people... Who told you something um, that's incorrect about the jinn? Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't say incorrect because I, you know, I cannot speak as a non-Muslim person. But the way you're explaining it is just, I guess, different. That they're wrong. Um, 
I'll tell them to their face that they're wrong. Because a lot of, uh, I'll tell you what you're thinking of, a lot of Muslims believe that the jinn are invisible beings. You know, they're like little thing, little things that, um, you know, just whoosh around on the wind and, you know, kind of like magical creatures like fairies or like a ghost or something like that. Yeah. But that's not the case at all. Because Allah says in the Quran that he is going to fill hell with men and jinn. Yeah, because I I definitely have been called a jinn for being gay, <laughs> like, or yeah, or or maybe not called a jinn, but I was told that there was a jinn in me or something like that, or I was cursed by a homo uh, the homosexual jinn something. I'm, oh. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let's just say I did not really listen because I was like, um, you doing all this yelling, sir, and I do not have to stand here. So what I'm gonna do is get in my car, I'm gonna drive away, like. <laughs> So yeah, I didn't stay to hear it, but you know, it's just strange to hear Jen another don't perspective have any of it. Magical powers or nothing like that. It just you know. <laughs> Fucking people. <laughs> I love how I like looked it up and I spelled G I N, and uh, I was met by liquor. Um, and then I spelled uh, G-E-N, and I was met by scientific articles about um, genetics. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I finally found it. Um, it's just, I was very confused. I was like, so basically Google don't know nothing about these niggas. Like, <laughs> Google's like, oh, do you want a drink or do you need a biology lesson? (laughs) Well, that was successful. I think we did a very successful podcast, even though we are miles and miles and miles away from each other. Um, And we're recording on something that sounds like a cell phone. It's going to be interesting to, you know, find out what this sounds like. But I think we did pretty good. Um, I will say that... uh, the energy is definitely higher, you know, when we're in the same room. Definitely. I feel like we did not laugh as much today. And that it was so strange because we we always laugh. We're like always laughing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to being together again because it sucks. Yes. Yeah, I hate being away from you. shitty situation, but that's what it is. A lot of things changing. Um, we'll see. These next couple of weeks. Oh, man. So I told you that my blood pressure is up, right? Yeah, you did. Like, and I mean, I'm definitely worried because that's how I ended up with a lot of the patients that I have. So. So these these next couple of weeks are going to be interesting, to say the least. But if you hear I had a heart attack, you know, it's it's not fake news. It actually happened. Um... With that being said, you better make sure that whoever is in charge of whatever you knows can. to call me. I want to introduce you to my little sister. She definitely... Okay, good. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, um, we're going to get off the podcast now. We're probably going to call each other on the phone after this to continue our I'm own conversations. And it's talking. like 9, um, 11. 
no, it's it's a, yeah, it's. No, no, oh, no, I thought you said nine or eleven. <laughs> it's definitely nine eleven. <laughs> I was like, wow, what a jump! Nine to eleven, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely have to go to bed because right. I work at like yeah. four o'clock in the morning. But yeah. all right, but I will text you. All right, all right. people. We out. Bye, everybody. We out.